0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: In the spirit world, I got me a piece of spiritual pasteboard. And then I took my spiritual pen and spiritual ink and I wrote on it. Gentlemen will not and others must not trespass on this property. And in parental on the bottom, I said, devil, this means you. And I hung it right here on my body. And it's been there ever since then. You can't see it, but he can. You see, it's written with spiritual ink. He sees it. The devil sees it. You see Gentlemen will not, and others must not, trespass on this property.
0: And in parenthesis, devil, this means you. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin continues his teaching, The Integrity of God's Word. Next, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagin. For today's message. If God's word's
1: true, that ends this discussion. There's no use discussing whether it's the will of God to heal me or not. By whose stripes you were healed. The mind of God, you're already healed. There's no use of discussing. There's no use of no use of listening to somebody that that's saying, Well, now maybe it's not God's will to heal me. You know, he may be using this sickness to deepen my piety, whatever that is. Well, he don't want to use something that he laid on Jesus. No, you see, it's just because people don't believe the Word. That's why they get into all of these tangents of unbelief and get bound up then, tied up where, where the faith won't work. Come on back to the Word. Settle on the integrity of God's Word. Let God's Word be true and the Word of man be a lie. You know, the Bible said, let God be true and every man a liar. Amen. And so that, 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 that settles it. That, 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 uh, that ends the discussion. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. By whose stripes ye were healed. Those diseases have been put away. The issue has been settled. So sickness and disease cannot, shall not, should not, and when you know the truth, will not, lord it over the believer any more than sin will lord it over the believer. Because, you see, uh, the Bible declared, you know, we looked at the verse a number of times and we just keep approaching it from a different angle, keep coming back over the same scriptures. If you're going to teach on healing, there are just so many of them after all. Amen. If you're going to teach on the new birth, you keep preaching the same scriptures, don't you? If you're going to teach on prayer, you keep teaching the same scriptures. If you're going to teach on water baptism, you keep teaching the same scriptures. Well, so it is on healing. You see, uh, remember Romans 4 or 6.14 said, For sin shall not lord it over you or have dominion over you. Same thing. For you are not under the law but under grace. That's the reason sin can't dominate you. Because of what Jesus did. Blessed be God. He became our substitute. He took our place. Well, if sin, another translation said, sin in their translation, to the sin, sin shall not have dominion over you, said sin shall not lord it over you. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For you're not under the law, but under grace. Well, he if he settled the sin problem, and he did, and that's the reason sin can't lord it over you, because he put sin away by the sacrifice himself, then sickness and disease can't lord it over you. Because in that same plan, of redemption, when he put away sin by the sacrifice himself, we just got through reading, he is wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of peace was upon him, and with his stripes we healed. We read, surely he hath borne our sicknesses and carried our diseases, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. So you see, uh, sickness cannot lord it over you. Then here's another favorite scripture of mine. I guess I've used this scripture more than any other one scripture in the New Testament through all of these years. I found it there on the bed of sickness. One of my favorites, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Here's why sin can't load it over you. Here's why disease can't load it over you. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The margin says he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Well, now, sin has no standing with the new creation. And disease has no standing with the new creation. Now, that's God's declaration. I didn't declare that. God declared it. That statement is a part of himself, just like your word is a part of yourself. You are known by your words. So God's known by his word. He says you're a new creation or a new creature. He says that you are His Son, born from above. He said that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. Now that is a statement of fact, praise God. Sin and disease. We need to think like this because it's difficult for us to do it because of former religious teaching, but sin and disease are one. They come from the same source. We've proven that in other lessons here they cannot dominate the new creature or the new creation. Now, why? Because Jesus is our Lord and Jesus is our head, not Satan. Sickness and disease comes from Satan. He's the author of it. Sickness and disease doesn't come from heaven. There's not any up there. Well, thank God. Remember I said to you years ago, Way back in the 30s, after I was first healed, up about 1937, I read a little excerpt from the Reader's Digest. Sometimes you can get blessed even reading the Reader's Digest. You know, you may have to spiritualize some things, but i, I got some good thoughts there. I read one time where one lawyer asked one of the Supreme Court justices, this young lawyer just graduated from law school, got his license going out to practice, he is asking this Supreme Court Justice for some advice, you know, in arguing a case or so on. The Supreme Court Justice said, Well, if you know the facts, dwell on the facts. If you know the law, dwell on the law. If you don't know the facts nor the law, pound the table. <laughs> and I thought, you know, spiritually speaking, that's a whole lot the truth. That's really a lot of folks pound the table. They don't know the law or the facts. Find out the facts of God's Word. Hallelujah. If you know the facts, dwell on the facts. Hallelujah. Amen. And I read another little excerpt from way back there in the 30s. Never forgot Another little excerpt that helped me me. You know some of those little sayings at the bottom of the page? It said, Small souls are like small neck bottles. The less they have in them, the more noise they make and point it out. I think on that, you'll get it in a minute. <laughs> Amen. But here's what I read is hard to tell you. I've got, got help from all of those statements. I read a little excerpt there. Now this is 1937, you see. There in Washington, DC, in one of the office buildings there. Out front, they just had two little old patches of grass. You know, the sidewalk come right out of the main doors and out the main side. There's two little patches of grass there, maybe, oh, I don't know, 14 feet by 18 feet. Just two little patches of grass. Well, folks, instead of coming down the sidewalk, shouldn't they cut right across one of those little patches of grass? Just wear a pathway. Just wear the grass out. So the custodian, he... uh, He thought, well, I need to do something here. So he he, he just drove some little stakes down, you know, little stobs we'd call them, put a little string around that. But they just stepped over that. It wasn't but about eight, nine inches high, ten inches, and just stepped over that and just walked right on. So he just painted them a crude sign and just put it up there, you know, just on a piece of pasteboard, just painted it himself, not a sign. And they had it in there, you see. This really helped. And you can imagine, a fellow's a caretaker, you know, a janitor. Well, he's not an artist. (laughs) He don't draw too well. But anyway, he painted it and it said, uh, gentlemen will not and others must not trespass on this property. I got a real thrill out of that. I thought, now, I'm going to do that in the spirit world. I got me a piece of spiritual pasteboard. And then I took my spiritual pen and spiritual ink and I wrote on it. Gentlemen will not and others must not trespass on this property. And in parenthesis on the bottom, I said, devil, this means you. And I hung it right here on my body. And it's been there ever since then. You can't see it, but he can. You see, it's written with spiritual ink. He sees it. The devil sees it, you see. Gentlemen will not and others must not trespass on this property. And in parenthesis, devil, this means you. Glory to God. Are you getting it? Hallelujah. They have no right, sickness and disease has no right to dominate the new creation. Sickness is not my Lord. Is he your Lord? Jesus is my Lord. Sin has no right to dominate the new creation. Sin's not my Lord. Satan's not my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is salvation. Jesus is healing. Jesus is health. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, you see, you're not only His son, but the Bible tells us that you are a joint heir with Jesus. You are a joint fellowshipper in all that Jesus did and is. That's what a joint heir means. You're a joint fellowshipper. In all that Christ did and all that he is. Now this shows how near you are to him. Remember what he said in the fifteenth chapter of John's Gospel? I am the vine, ye are the branches. I am the vine, ye are the branches. I want to back up, make this statement again. You are not only a son, but a joint heir with Jesus, you are a joint fellowshipper in all that Christ did and all that He is.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first in this offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagin, Training the Human Spirit. The next item is the six CD set by Kenneth E. Hagin, The ABC's of Bible Faith. Also in this package is the CD from Kenneth W. Hagin's teaching, You Can Make a Comeback. You can get all of this for the price of $35. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH99. Again We always love to hear from our listeners. So write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Hey,
2: uh, we got a college weekend coming. Yes. If you're interested in Rama Bible College, uh, just go to rbtc.org to register. And all the information is there. It's October 14th through the 16th. Yes. That's uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You get to attend classes. Yes. Tour the campus, meet instructors. There's a, on that Friday night, there's a worship night. Yes. There's a fun night. Yes. And, uh, you know, there's also information about jobs and housing. Yes. Uh, there's a luncheon. It's just a great time. And I don't know how many people say that when they, they're interested but when they come on the campus yes. they know for sure That's this is I where mean. they're supposed to be so go to rbdc.org and register, okay?
0: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching The Integrity of God's Word If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at Rama.org. Thanks for listening to RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.